You won't leave here like you came in Jesus' name. Bound, oppressed, tormented, sick or lame, the Holy Ghost of Acts is still the same. You won't leave here like you came in Jesus' name. You won't leave here like you came in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Bound, oppressed, tormented, sick or lame. The Holy Ghost of Acts is still the same. You won't leave here like you came in Jesus' name. You want to try with me? You won't leave here like you came in Jesus' name. Bound, oppressed, tormented, sick or The Holy Ghost of Acts is still the same. You won't leave here like you came in Jesus' name. And the reason why you won't leave here like you came is because we're two or three are gathered together in his name. He's there in the midst of them. And wherever he is, things cannot continue the same. He is a master that brings about change for the better. Storms become calm. Sicknesses are made to be healed. Those who are tormented in mind or spirit, peace comes to them. And those who are tired in body, he renews their strength. The record says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall exchange their strength. They shall take God's strength and give to God their strength, which is weakness. They that wait upon the Lord shall exchange their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. For some reason, these days seem to be days when physical tiredness is wanting to take a hold of God's people, especially around the time when it is time for them to rise up and exercise their faith and confidence in God, especially when it's time to worship, especially when it's time to draw near to him. So I'd like to encourage you all to have faith in the Lord. Draw strength from him. Draw nigh unto him, the Bible says, and he will draw nigh unto you. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. God, is a good God, and he's a stronghold in the day of trouble. Are you facing any trouble today? Are you facing any trouble at this moment? The Lord is a stronghold in the day 
of trouble. Let us bow our hearts for a moment of prayer, Father. We give you thanks and we give you praise. We give you honor and we give you glory because you are a faithful God and you are our God. Beside you, there is none other. Where shall we go except to you? You are the source of all our strength. You are the source of our life and our power. Without you, Father, we can do absolutely nothing. So continue to take our hand. Lead us on by your mighty power. Direct our feet. Open our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our hearts that we may understand the way you're leading and the way you're guiding. Bless each one of your children. Some of them are going through deep waters. Some of them are going through great sorrow. Some are facing uncertainties like they never had in any stage of their life before. But Heavenly Father, you are our strength. You are our hope. You are our life. If we did not have you, Father, where would we have been? What would we have done? But we thank you that you've been a faithful father, a faithful friend and guide, a faithful support through these years. You have taken care of us as a good shepherd takes care of his sheep. Because you have been our shepherd, we have not been seriously in any kind of want. You make us to lie down in green pastures. You restore our souls again and again and again. Oh, Lord, our God, continue to touch your children, each one in this circle tonight. Continue to show them the pathway. Show them the purpose and the plan that you have arranged for them. Lord, we know that nothing good would you withhold for those who walk uprightly, for those who follow you closely, for those who love you and those who live for you. You've got great and good things in store. We thank you that you came, that we all might have life and have it more abundantly. But that wicked one came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But, O oh Lord, our Father, you have come to bless us and to help us. And even though at this moment some may be going through some rough patches in life, some may be going through want of food or shelter, some may be going through the lack of regular employment. Father, help them, help them, help them, and send in the resources necessary. You have been faithful to them in the past years, and Lord, you will not let them down. For you who have begun the good work in us, you will complete it. 
You will not leave us halfway. Lord, you will finish the job that you started in us. Provide employment. Provide financial strength. Provide materially, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and mentally, and socially for every one of these within the hearing of our voice. You are God. You are our God. You are our only hope. You are our strength. You are our deliverer. And we thank you that you are responding to our call. And Lord, even before we call, you have answered. And while we're yet speaking, you will hear. We thank you for sending the answer, for sending deliverance, for sending victory to every one of these who look to you in faith. Bless them. Touch them. We remember the sick in our midst. Lord, send your word and heal them. They're in the hospital. They're in that room. They're on that sick bed. Oh, Lord, give relief in this very hour. You said you are the Lord, our physician, the Lord who heals. And you gave your son to suffer on the cross of Calvary. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we were healed. Thank you for that healing that his stripes provided for us. Touch ears and eyes. Touch brains. Touch every internal organ. Touch this physical body, O oh God. And let your healing virtue flow from the top of the head to the tip of the toe. In Jesus' mighty name, you are our God. You are our help. And we bless you. We praise you and we thank you. And we declare it is done in the name of Jesus and by the promises he has made to us. As we continue in your presence, let your healing virtue flow. Let your peace, which passes all understanding and all knowledge, keep our hearts and our minds in stability. Keep our hearts and our minds in confidence and hope. For you, God, cannot fail. For you are God. You cannot fail. You pledge your word. You cannot fail. You'll see us through. You cannot fail. You will answer us. Thank you, Lord. Let your peace come to this home and every home. Let your blessing rest upon our children. Let your power rest upon every member of this household. Let your blessing rest upon every member of this family, near and far. Send your word across the land, across the sea, to the islands of the sea, 
and let blessing come to your people. Oh God, we lift our eyes to you. We lift our faith to you. We lift our hearts to you because our eyes are upon you. Have your way. Have your own way, Lord. You are the potter and we are the clay. Mold us and make us after your will. While we are waiting, yielded and still. And, O oh Lord, we want to remember those in every land who may be faced with some tragedy, some distress, who may be faced with any kind of disaster, national or international, those who may be facing at this time very serious cold weather, Lord, even in the cold, you can provide warmth for your children. Let not your children suffer unduly, Lord, but, O oh, Father, make a way for them in the midst of the inclement weather. Thank you, Lord. We remember the ones who are suffering from a lack of sufficient finances to take care of their immediate expenses. We pray for those who at this moment may be facing some situation with regard to the home in which they live. Oh Lord, a payment that is due. Oh Lord, some demand that is being made on them and they don't know how, where, when, they will be able to meet this. Yes, Lord, there are people of such. We thank you also for those whom you have helped, who have cleared all their debts, who are able to go through life in freedom without these financial and any such financial challenges. Thank you for them. We thank you that you're able to do these things and you're doing them for more and more people who cry out to you and call upon you. Help you people. Come to their aid and show the strength of your right arm. In the name of Jesus, let blessing after blessing just keep on following them. In Jesus' name. This young lady who has been struggling for want of a job for months, Lord, touch her. Let it not hurt her. Let her not become discouraged over this lack, but show her your bountiful power and provide and grant that that door which you shall open will be such a mighty and powerful door that it shall more than take care of all the hurt and the lack that she has had over these past months. In Jesus' name, Lord, because you are our God and you are a loving God, 
we know we can talk to you freely about these things. In Jesus' name, let this be a moment of miracle for everyone around this altar. In Jesus' great and mighty name, and all of God's people said, Amen. 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 And amen. Praise God. The Lord is good. He will heal and yes. raise up the sick yes. and deliver those who are oppressed and strengthen those, healing those who are lame. For he is a good and great God. He cannot fail. Let us continue to set our eyes upon him, for he cares for us. Let us continue to look unto him, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen again. God bless you. On Wednesday night, we looked at a passage of scripture in Luke's Gospel, chapter 18. And a part of that passage that really stood out as we examined it was the part where Jesus said, Your heavenly Father shall avenge you speedily. Your heavenly Father shall avenge you speedily. That is wrong. Uh, Luke chapter uh, 18. And it's going to be wrong about verse number 8. Shall not your Father in heaven avenge you speedily, you who cry to him, you who call upon him day and night? He will avenge you speedily. At the time while we were teaching, we didn't think of this, but usually after we would have taught a passage of Scripture, any passage of Scripture, we always take time to personally reflect on it and to uh, regurgitate, so to speak, turn it over in our minds. And while I was thinking of re avenging, uh, God avenging us speedily, my mind ran to Abraham's servant in the book of Genesis, chapter 24. Abraham's lawful, lawfully appointed son, his own son, Isaac, had reached the age and stage where it was time for him to take a wife. But Abraham did not want him to take a wife from the Canaanites and all the ites that were in the community there in the land of Canaan. And so he commissioned his servant, Eliezer, to go to the land of Mesopotamia in the region of uh, Iraq and Iran, that area, and find a bride for his son, Isaac. It was not an easy task. It would be like the proverbial seeking for a needle in a haystack. But Eliezer had embraced the same faith 
as his master, Abraham. And he undertook the journey, several days' journey. And he believed that the God of his father, his master, Abraham, the God of his master, Abraham, would give him direction and help him to find a bride for Isaac. He got to that area in Mesopotamia, and he put his camel to rest by a well, and he decided to talk to God in prayer for bringing him safely to that point and that place. And he asked God to give him direction as to who this bride should be. In fact, he specifically told the Lord in Genesis chapter 24, he said, let it be that while I'm here and the damsels of this city come out to draw water, let it be that whichever damsel I am led to ask for a drink of water, let it be that she is willing to give me that water, and let it be that she is willing to feed all ten of my camels with water. Let it be, Father God, he prayed. Now, that was a serious proposition because the young ladies came out by the dozens to draw water from that well as a, a rule. That was the custom. And he decided to ask the Lord to let one of the young ladies volunteer to water his ten camels. And all of us know that camels are tremendous consumers of water. 10, 15, 20, 35 gallons, they say, a camel could drink. And for a young lady to innocently volunteer to water 10 camels, she didn't know what she was asking for, but that became a sign to Abraham's servant that God was in it. So the point I want to make is this. In Genesis chapter 24 and verse number 15, it, that marks the end. At verse 14, it marks the end of Eliezer's prayer. And verse 15 shows the response to that prayer. It was an immediate response. It was a sudden response. It was an, an uh, I, I don't want to say this, but I'll say it. It was an unexpected response. We pray for things, and they happen so suddenly and so quickly, we, we cannot conceive that God would be so swift in his response. But turn with me to Genesis 24 and 15. And it came to pass, before he had done speaking, that Rebekah 
came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her picture upon her shoulder. And the servant and the damsel was very fair to look upon a virgin, neither had any man known her known her. And she went down to the well and filled her picture and came up, and the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy picture. Verse eighteen. And she said, Drink, my lord. And in verse nineteen she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drinking. And she hasted and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again into the well to draw water and drew for the camels. And the man, wondering at her, held his peace to wit whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring and half of half of a shekel's weight and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels' weight in gold. And he discovered that she was a, a descendant, I said. She was a young lady closely related to Abraham, his master, which is good and lawful in those days. But the thing is, he had barely finished speaking, and God sent him the answer. Nobody undertakes to feed camels with water. It's a big task, and not one camel, but ten camels. Rebecca did that. And so the servant understood that she was God's choice for his master's son, Isaac. Rebecca became the wife of Isaac. But the big point in this story, one of the big points, is that Rebecca, is that Eliezer, the servant of Abraham, he got his answer before he was finished verbalizing his prayer. The Bible does say about our God in his response and relation to prayer. He said, it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they're yet speaking, I will hear. You have spoken many times to God. You have been verbalizing your issues, your pain, your struggle, your lack, your need in the ears of God, our Father. I want you to know from the Word of God 
that those utterances you have made have not been in vain. In Luke 18, Jesus was teaching the importance of perseverance in prayer, not giving up, not letting go, not giving in, not quitting. Jesus was emphasizing the importance of persevering in prayer. And he said, if that unjust judge in the parable was willing to bend the way of that widow by yielding to her request, if he was willing to do that, remember, he was a judge who feared not God, nor did he regard man. But Jesus said, if that kind of a judge was willing to respond to the petition of this widow, he said, I tell you that God the Father would avenge those speedily who cry to him night and day. He will avenge them speedily. And I believe tonight that some of you yes. have been calling a long time. Yes, Lord. And I believe that even as you call tonight, while you are calling, he is answering. While you while you're calling, he is hearing. While you are calling, he is working, completing, perfecting the solution of your problem. So while you are calling, rejoice, be glad, and give him thanks. You say, but how can I give him thanks? And the answer is not here yet. You are not operating and working by sight. You're operating and working by faith. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. You haven't seen it. But in your spirit, in your faith, you know and believe that God himself is working on your matter. And if he says he's working on your matter, why worry? Why fret? Why complain? Praise him and consider it done. You haven't seen it yet, but it's done. You haven't heard the, the decision yet, but it's done. The Lord answers prayer. The man said, before he was done speaking, Rebecca came up and met the conditions for the prayer that he had set forth before God. And another thing about God, God can answer you in a thousand different ways, so to speak. 
God may not answer you in the way you are thinking he will, and even in the time you are thinking he will. But nonetheless, God is in charge of the situation because your faith puts him in charge of your problem. So, I was going to say, relax. Take it easy. Let go and let God have his wonderful way. A little chorus we used to sing, and I wouldn't sing that tonight, but the words go, let go and let God have his wonderful way. Let go and let God have his way. Your sorrows will vanish. Your nights turn to day. Let go and let God have his way. Yes, the Bible puts it this way in another place. Casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Let us trust him where we cannot trace him. Let us leave our burdens at the place of prayer. Take to Jesus all your wants and cares. For he is a friend indeed, and supplieth every need. Leave your burdens at the place of prayer. So come, let us leave our cares at the foot of the cross. As the children sang tonight, kneel at the cross. Let us leave our burdens here. Father. We thank you that you are a great God. And truly, before we call, you answer. And while we are yet speaking, you hear. You have heard the petitions and the prayers of these who cry to you. These who are calling out to you for change, for deliverance, for transformation, for their healing for the solution to their problems, for the provision of jobs, for new doors to be open to them, for better jobs to be open to them. You hear them. And even before they called, you were answering. And while they were yet speaking, you were hearing, and you are still hearing. So, Father, we give you praise and thanks for the victory. And we rejoice in the deed being done, the job being provided, the problem being solved. We rejoice and we give you thanks because before our very eyes, you will cause us to behold the glory of God. Bless your children. Bless this home once more. Bless all the members of this household. Fill this home with your divine power and blessing. Surround this home with your angels, guardian angels. Oh, Lord, we are looking to you 
and we are depending on you. We have no other help but that which comes to us from you. So stretch forth your hand, Lord, continually and cover us with the precious blood of Jesus in his great and mighty name. And all God's people said, Amen and Amen. <laughs>